Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? Oh, I got a live one here. We doing this? Yep, we're doing it. Hey guys, yo, what's up? Spears and uh, Steinberg podcast. Here we go. Facebook Live. Hi, Facebook Live. Did you send and tell anybody we're going to be live on Facebook? Uh, no, but shit, they'll know now. Okay. So, uh, welcome to uh, another episode. I don't even know what episode we are on. I think it's twenty one. At this point, you either on board or you're not. Yeah. All right. So we're in. Uh, where are we? we're in Denver. Denver, Colorado, uh, where the weed is is legal. Legal, legal as can be. Uh, I was going to go to the weed store today. I haven't gone yet, but after this, I'm going to go check out illegal. I want to just walk in, mm-hmm. buy it, and walk out knowing that that was all cool. Yeah, no, it's a good experience to know you could do illegal shit for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I like that idea, just illegal shit for free. So um, There's the mafia rule. You've been you've been to Denver though, yeah. I've been here. Uh, I, I, shit, I don't know how many how long it's been now, but uh, I want to say within the last five, I don't know, six, seven to ten years. Uh, I don't want to shit on Denver, but I, this is my first time that I've been here, and I got here. And we're staying not actually it's Denver, but it's an area in Denver. I don't know what's right, uh, and it smells like shit outside. Like I thought I stepped in shit when I and. Then I thought it was me. I thought it was my uh, driver, and I guess there's a bunch of dairy farms. Yeah, and uh, I'm not trying to fuck with Denver, but Denver, you you do you might want to put out a notice at the airport. You it may smell like shit a little bit. I've, I've never I've never experienced that here. Everybody knew it when I said it at the club really? last night. Yeah, Jesus, no, I've never experienced that here. No, it smelled straight up shit last night. And you know, prior to me doing the Denver Improv, I used to be a well, I did it one time, and this is one of the comedic mysteries. I haven't been able to figure out, but uh, first club I ever did here was the Comedy Works, which is in the heart of downtown, which was fucking phenomenal. Uh, it was such a crazy experience. I said that if people ask me what's your top five places to do comedy, this was damn near number one. Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, the lady that runs the club, uh, she wouldn't book me no more after that. And I was like, what? I was telling my agent, what the fuck? Did I do? Why is she all of a sudden now not fucking with me? I, I and I and I and I was racking my brain trying to figure out: Did I do something? Did I say something? Did I personally fuck up? My agent couldn't get an answer. Long story short, I've never done the club since, but it was it was one of the hottest clubs I've ever done. But since then, I've been here at the Denver Improv. Um, 
And you know, I, I don't. You know, this this weekend has been one of the best weekends I've ever had in terms of attendance, in terms of audience energy, because it's usually not like that here. This place usually, and I and I love you, Denverinians, or however the fuck you say it, but it just hasn't been a fun time for me. Uh, but this weekend, for whatever reason, has been pretty damn solid. I had a great time last night. My shirt sales were a little weak, but I had a great time last night. Both crowds yeah. were good, and uh, uh, they took it. You know, I went after them a little bit. Or some of the, some of the things that happened, uh, right? But they were there. It was a great crowd. It was good people, and uh, my first experience in Denver has been awesome. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's what it is, man. Um, to piggyback off of. Uh, last week's festivities, <laughs> if you follow the podcast, uh, you know, I was in Vegas hosting the AVN Awards. And, uh, you know, we ended up only doing 30 minutes because I think I was probably selfish and wanted to get back on Pussy Patrol. Uh, and I was hungover. It, it was it was bananas. But uh, you, you left on Saturday, which was the actual uh, award show ceremony yeah. where all the... Uh, the who is put on gowns and dudes put on tuxedos <clears throat> and and they take that shit serious man and it was my first experience so of course i had the bubble guts i was nervous as shit as to what to expect because i had this preconceived notion as to what you were supposed to do and what it was supposed to be and uh, it was a little bit tricky but uh it, it went off with a bang little wayne performed his 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 t- two songs and he ended his second set with, you know, having all the porn stars come on stage with him and chill with him. And uh, it was crazy, man. Dude, uh, Lil Wayne, I mean, there was a party. Lil Tucci. There was a party that uh, he had uh, the, on Friday night, the night I left. And it was just the porn stars, right? That's all. Yeah, he had a rule. And no dudes allowed. It was just him and uh, like a room full of 400 women. It's set on the marquee. Lil Wayne, a night with Lil Wayne and models only. And I found that rather ironic. Much love to Lil Wayne and his peoples, but I feel like I shouldn't even say this because I'm trying not to fuck up and burn no bridges, but the ugliest nigga had to have all the baddest bitches in the room to himself. <laughs> but now, nah, I'm, I'm, you know, that's the comedian in me. Lil Wayne, Lil Tucci, much respect. I always said if he wasn't a rapper, he'd be a, he'd be a, He'd be hanging on top of a skyscraper somewhere in New York City. <laughs> protected oh, from protected, evil? Protecting the city from evil. That's a gargoyle, nigga. No, but it was cool. That show was cool, and it was. It, uh, we were lucky enough to, to be in the show. Uh, you, well, I was lucky enough because I, was, I got to go with you. You were you're like a deal. Listen, I think we all rolled the coattails of the moment. But uh, I had these uh, porn stars come up and ask to take pictures with me. Which was really funny, right? Because I believe that they thought that I was Rick Rubin. Because there's no other reason any porn star in that room was going to want to take pictures with me, <laughs> right. other than they had to think that I was somebody other than who I am. So right. I, I had a great time, and then this, uh, I, you know, it was too good of a time, and I just thought to myself that I needed to leave before. It got I wish me. you would have took advantage of it. I, I had one of my best friends from Jersey. He's a great guy, uh, my dude Ivan, who's been my childhood friend. And I think I'm a I think I'm an aggressive beast with the women. This motherfucker's a monster. Like like this motherfucker will fuck the cleaning lady that cleans his hotel room, even if she looks like uh Esther from Sanford and Son. This motherfucker dick knows no boundaries. 
I have limitations. You have to have a full set of teeth uh, and smell good. A full for me set? To fuck with you. A full, a full set? You got to have a full set, baby. You just don't need interview teeth? I don't even want an aggressive gap. <laughs> but uh, it, it was it was a crazy time. You know, it's really wild. Like, these, these porn stars, they... They really take that shit seriously. Like there was a girl who won an award for best oral sex. And again, I you know, this is my first time doing this. I'm thinking this shit is going to be real tongue in cheek. But, you know, they I mean, she got up there and started crying like, you know, she was Meryl Streep winning an Oscar. Oh, I want to thank you. I want to say, oh, my God. I'm just like, are you fucking like, bitch, you are celebrating the fact that you are the best cocksucker amongst all cocksuckers. Okay, but she gets an award for it, and Amber Rose just gets what? Because she's... Yeah, but, but Amber Rose doesn't do porn. No, but everybody knows her as being the best. That's all right, but but but, but look at her clientele. She's been with fucking Wiz Khalifa, Kanye West, now 21 Savage. You know, for what it's worth, you know, she that pussy gets grade A dick. You know, it, it, it just it just I was fucked up that they took it that serious. You know, it made me call my daughter and let her know, hey, baby, daddy loves you. I'm going to start tucking you in at night, reading your stories. We're going to go to the petting zoo, to the circus. I'm going to be there in your life. We're going to play house. We're going to play dress up. We're going to make believe, drink tea. Bitch, I know you're 37, but it's never too late. You know, it just it was a it was a moral teaching. Dude, I only have boys, so I'm never going to have that feeling, and I am very happy. God bless you. Yeah, it's... God bless you. Two young men. But it was, yeah, so big shout out to the AVN Awards, and I, and you know what's great? I've had so many porn stars follow me now on Twitter. From that night that, that didn't know me and tried to, cut, you know, tried to, and to some degree, play me like, Because here's the thing you don't know, is that's a very tight unit. So if you're not part of the porn world, yo, they don't let you in. You know what I mean? You you got to be part of that world for them to accept you because they already know that people perceive them as being like the bottom of the barrel, bottom of the barrel, you know, slime. And, and they, you know, they want to be respected and, and not belittled and go, look, what we do is still a job. It's still a profession um, and respect us. So uh, it was interesting to see that. And for the record, if you really want to be technical about it, I think porn stars are safer than fucking regular chicks. Because they get tested every three weeks. No, they have to be. You know what I'm saying? So it's almost like that saying, statistically speaking, air travel is the safest way to travel. There's more people that die in car accidents than plane crashes. So it's like, you know, call them what you want, dirty, whatever. And I know women will be more judgmental than men, but pussy is the safest way to go, technically speaking. I'm not going to disagree with you. Uh, unless we want to go with just that you just fucked the girl that you're one girl, but but that's a moral standpoint. Just but that's also the safest way to go with one girl. If it's just you and the one girl, it depends on the one girl. I have one woman in my life who I've been fucking and is fucking crazy, so she could end up <laughs> slicing your throat or cutting your dick off. It's all perspective. It's all perspective. <laughs> okay, okay, that's fair. It's fair. What else you got going on? What else we, we were going to talk about? You, you, got a, you got a list. Aries doesn't ever come with a list. He has a list today. I just wanted to be prepared because, you know, uh, you can never have too much ammo. Uh, but you had a list, too. What was on your list? Uh, I got to open it up. See, motherfucker, we can't have this dead time. You got to be ready for no, gameplay. This is, this is how To rip off your, 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 well, your warm-up uniform and have your, your shorts and your, 
you know, your jersey ready. I wanted to, I wanted to talk about Trump and Jay Z a little bit. Uh, one because it's I thought it was worthwhile, but it, this news cycle changes so fast that by the time we come on to talk about something, yeah, it, it, that's like it feels like it's a month. It's a month ago. Right, but I wanted to talk to you about it because it'll give you a chance. You know, you could you can do the Jay Z perspective because uh, I like your Jay Z. But uh, what did you think about that? You know, you know, I, I saw, uh, saw recently. I think it was last week's episode of Real Time with Bill Maher, where when he did his uh, new rules, he pointed out that Trump just coincidentally always has a problem with black people. You know, from the NFL players to Jamel Hill. Uh, to I forget what the lady's name, the black lady in Congress or whatever that wears the cowboy hat. And at some point, you got to believe it's past coincidence. Um, he didn't attack Eminem when Eminem viciously went at him, but he just so happened to attack Jay-Z for what he said based on his shithole comments. Um, listen, my stance will never change on this. I believe that Trump is obviously a racist amongst a bunch of other things. Which is why, again, we in the black community call those who support Trump as black Americans coons. Because if you can't see this man's racism, and again, when you break down the problem you have with black people, again, Central Park Five, when you when you when you look at what this man's policies are and what he says and does, how do you support a man who does not like you for for the reason that is obvious, your skin color? Um, you know, so I, to attack Jay Z is like, come on, man. What did Jay Z? What did Jay Z say on the Van Jones show, show that was incorrect? No, I, but one of the things that he said that I, I agree with is the with Trump. Would no with Jay Z? Oh, is that you? You can't si- not to not silence racism because when you si- when you try to silence it and you cut, you're basically covering it up. It's better to expose it and let the light shine on it so that you can do something about the problem. Yeah, we. I, you know, I like my racists out in the open. You know, call me nigga to my face. That way, I can choose whether or not I'm gonna chase you or, or laugh at you. <laughs> but that, but the, it is the truth. We 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 work in this politically correct society where they're trying to sanitize everything, especially comedy right now. And you know where I'm going with this. That if you can't say the truth, whether it hurts or not, uh, I mean, I'd rather have a person who hated me say and and was able to see them from a distance instead of going over to their house and find out that they had a trap for me in their house. I, I, I want I'd rather this stop this political correctness. There's a there's a difference between being rude and being politically correct. And politically correct is a language that is going to be it, it's to the benefit of racist. Yeah. Yeah. No, I you know, should I hear you? Uh, you know, I think, again, like, you know, anybody that attacks Trump in terms of what he believes or his thought process. And if you don't seem to go with the flow of what he what he goes with. You know, he gets, uh, you know, he turns into a 14-year-old schoolgirl. Um, but, no, I, I don't think Jay-Z said anything that was in, inaccurate. No, but he made it. He, I think the part that got him upset is basically made him a roach is basically how it came out at the end. But it is what it is, it man. Is, it is what it is. But uh, uh, that, that's, that's just what – this is the side that, America, that we're going in as a country that we want to we sanitize everything. And everything's supposed to be nice and safe and uh, – it, it it has to it it can't continue to go this way. We have so many uh, issues right now uh, with people trying to be uh, people are trying to do the right thing, and it does. Everybody's trying to find the negative in it. 
And I'm just saying, no matter what it is, I mean, I know you don't support Trump. I don't support Trump. But I do say this. If you can get something from Trump, take it because he's going to be there. And while he's there, take it. Take whatever it is if it's the good economy. Well, don't fuck up the economy. Keep it going. Eye for an eye. You better take it from him because he's going to take it from you. But take what you Pussy can get. Pussy included. He's going to get it no matter. He's going to take it no matter what. So you exactly. might as well get what you can. Well, you can, and then make improvements afterwards. Right. But that goes to what I, what I was on my list about voting. We're going to have midterm elections. Vote. And I, and I see these guys. I see the Democrats saying, you've got to vote for Democrats. You've got to vote for Democrats. And I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a Republican. I, I'm, I'm an independent. And here's my problem right now. Both sides are assholes. Both sides are trying to fuck up the government. Both sides don't give a fuck about poor people. Both sides don't give a shit. Vote for the person with integrity. I don't care. Go find person. But vote out the people that are in there right now that aren't doing anything. Vote those people out. Bring in new people. I don't care if they're Republican, Democrat, Independents. Vote for new people. Vote for people that give a shit because these other people are already in the system. They're bought. They're paid for. They're done. We need new people. Mm. Um, the Monique and Paul Mooney thing. Uh, I read an interesting tweet where Paul Mooney basically said, uh, and I want to do it in my Paul Mooney voice. Uh, my, let, me, let me tell you something. Monique is, is right. She's a friend. She's an Oscar winner. She's a talk show host. $500,000 is an insult, homie. It's an insult. Pay her more. I say support Monique or boycott Black History Month. Cancel Black History Month. Which <laughs> I, I just thought, goddamn, Paul. I love Monique too, but it's either support Monique or fuck our heritage. There's got to be a middle ground. How do you just say, and, and if I'm going to cancel Black History Month... I need the reason to be stronger than Monique. I love Monique. I do. I do. I did a radio show back when she had it on L.A. Uh, good woman. But goddamn, that's a tall order. Dude, would you, if they offered you $500,000 and back-end deal, and back-end deal to make more money on the back-end downloads and whatever, would you take the deal? Well, you know, a lot of people were saying, you know what, accept the five hundred k, kill it, and then renegotiate with, with some power because you killed it. Um you know, listen, to people who, 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 who never even get close in their lifetime to seeing that kind of money, that's a big fucking deal. Oh, dude, 500K would, is a big fucking deal. It would set me straight for a while. But in the world of entertainment, when you know it gets much deeper than that in terms of what you can make, $500,000 is, you know, a teardrop in the ocean. So it just depends on where you're at and in perspective. And I know a lot of people who don't run in the Hollywood circle and who can't relate to this. That's hard to justify that to them. You know, they 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 immediately see five hundred thousand dollars. You got to fucking do that. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So they can't sympathize with that with that dilemma. But again, in the world of entertainment, when you know Netflix is a powerhouse. And they got money to burn, and they and they paying certain other comics gazillions of dollars, and you feel like you know your worth, then you got to stand your ground and fight for your worth. Well, she said she was the best comic amongst whom comics. Are we cutting this down to female comics versus male comics or comics in general? I just saw the post where she said she was the best comic. If you look at her resume, she's the best comic. Well, because no other comic probably has an Academy Award. Well, that Oscar shit don't mean Oscar shit. Oscar, fucking Cuba Gooding Jr. won an Oscar for Jerry Maguire, and after that he made Snow Dogs. <laughs> so so the, the Oscar is a pretty talking point 
Uh, but okay, let, let's 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 try this a different way. Uh, the NFL, how many teams? Thirty-two teams. Is it? I'm not a football guy. Okay, but I I'll think there's 32 word. teams. Uh, highest paid quarterback, I think, is 25 million a year. Is that Tom Brady? Uh, no, it's not Tom Brady. Tom Brady, who's supposed to be the best, isn't even making the most right now because well, because, because point, of contracts. How contracts get built? Well, at one point, Jordan was, and in my mind, still the best basketball player to ever live, and he was underpaid with Chicago. And he did he t- made more money in endorsements than he made playing the game. Yeah, he made it. And, with and, and, and then he that you know when he finally looked like he was a threat to leave Chicago. They paid him, I think it was, what, 30-something million for one year, and then the next year, 40 for one year. Yeah. So he eventually got his just due. But, but, he, but he also wanted to build a team and win championships, so he also wasn't about the money at that time. He was about building the team. Right. So it, it depends on what you want. But going back to football, football, there's 32 teams, and everybody gets paid. So let's say there's comics, and 32 of them want to be on uh, Netflix. Right. And... Everybody gets paid from scale, from the $20 million uh, Chappelle right. all the way down to uh, the 500000 Lower tier comics. Or just, it doesn't make a difference what the tour, tier is, what Netflix can make off of you. You might be the best comic in... in Listen, if you're Dave Chappelle and the word gets out that you're doing three, spe- three specials, the idea is that people will go, oh my God, I got to see Netflix. this and, and get Netflix. And again, I think we said this before, Hollywood doesn't pay you what you deserve, they pay you what you demand. So if she doesn't demand that kind of money, if if announcing that Monique is going to do a special doesn't make people go, I got to get Netflix for this, then it's not about what you deserve, it's about what you demand. Well, and what I was saying about quarterbacks and football, is she one of the, the 32 teams? Is she going to be a quarterback on one of the 32 teams? She might be the Cleveland Browns, but she's part of it. Okay, she's part of it. But is she? So she's not in the. When she brought up Chappelle, uh, she brought up Schumer, which uh, she brought up. Uh, who else did she bring up? Uh, Chris Rock, Louis C.K. They're all starting quarterbacks, like starring role right. quarterbacks. I don't know if it was the best example for her to bring those guys up. Uh, but you know, again. You're bringing up people that are heavyweights. Like right now, it says Marte. This, this shit is sideways, so I can't really read it. But it says Mar- Martiez Abraham. They pay you for your name. She deserves more. If you're paying attention, Mr. or Mrs. Abraham, I just said that. Your name carries weight. Louis C.K. carries weight. Chappelle, weight. Ch- uh, uh, Rock, weight. As much as I don't like her for obvious theft reasons, Schumer still carries weight. Does Monique's name carry weight? Sales. Dollars. Sales and weight. Sales. I don't know. I don't think so. That's why I would do the 500000 and ask for a back-end deal where if I get so many downloads, I'm making more money. You know, I said before, we're in a business of egos. Uh, and we all have them. Whether we care to admit it or not, we all have them. And listen, do I think I'm worth a lot more than what I get paid? Maybe this is my vanity. Hell fucking yeah. But if I step back and don't say a fucking word, you can just tell by the people that know my work. Hell fucking yeah. But the truth is, I haven't been in a hit movie. I don't have a hit television show. I'm not pumping out our specials at an alarming rate and selling out arenas. So 
what I think I'm worth versus what I'm really worth is two different things. My ego says I'm worth every bit as Kevin Hart. My true value on paper is not that. But at the same time, I don't get the opportunities to up my stock that these motherfuckers get. And that's in Hollywood where it gets personal. If it goes by your own ego, it's always going to be personal. But it's a but Hollywood's about numbers and making money. It is. It's not it about is. your ego. But Hollywood plays a funny game of picking and choosing when it's about business and when it's personal. If it's about business, no matter how you feel about me as a comic, no matter how you feel about me as a person, yeah. whether you know me or not, and most times these motherfuckers don't know me, they know what they hear. They there's a perception. If you're if you are judging me or you are denying me the opportunity based on perception, that's not business, that's personal. If it's about business, it should be about we're in the business of funny. Is the motherfucker funny? Hell yeah. Uh, is he or she talented? Hell yeah. So from a business standpoint, let's do business. You don't have to like me. It was well documented. Dennis Rodman never spoke a word to Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen off the court. That's personal. But when it got time to put on a uniform and do their thing, business-wise, 72 and 10. Business-wise, three rings. So, and this is where I do agree with Monique. Because when she broke down the stats of it and went, you guys are saying... It's business and not personal. But then she gave examples of how it was hypocritical. Certain reasons that they gave for Amy Schumer to shine versus her didn't seem like business. It seemed like a personal choice. So that's the funny game that this game plays. Don't tell me it's business, but then I'm not getting work for personal reasons. If it's business, let it be about, let it be about business. If you don't like me, fine, but don't let your personal dislike for me stop business. But that's the funny shit about this game. That's fair, but it's still. I mean, if Netflix didn't want to pay her the five hundred thousand, or only want to pay her five hundred thousand, and she felt she was worth more, then why didn't HBO step up and give her a million? Or why didn't uh, an, another uh, format, Showtime, someone else step up and give her the money? So the consensus is that she's worth the five hundred thousand dollars. Well, in the business, I'm not. Th- this is not about her and her comedy. This is. A, I'm talking strictly business. Well, you know, I'm making a hundred dollars a set. I don't give a shit anymore. I mean, a hundred dollars a set. So you, uh, I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm at least one hundred twenty-five dollars a set. Funny, but it is what the business pays, and you take what you pay and you work your way to make more. She now she. I'm ten million dollars funny, but in terms of where I'm at, I'm not that. <laughs> you say you a hundred something dollars. I think you worth. I think your funny is worth more than a hundred something dollars. I, I think so, but I mean, I'm being realistic about my situation. But being realistic about your situation is one thing. Again, if if you know in your heart what you're worth, that's great. Hold on to that, and as, and as long as you're willing to stand your ground and fight for that, and you really have the talent to back it up, it'll work itself out. You just have to weed through the bullshit. And people telling you 
your worth, even though you know it's different. You just got to weed through the bullshit till you get there. I just think that if you, if you, if someone offered me, if, if I was in a situation like that, which I'm not, so I don't really know. But if I was in a situation like that and they wanted to give me less than I felt, I would come back in with back end deals. That if I hit certain, just like just like at the clubs, when right. they want to pay you a certain amount of money, but then you get paid for uh, sellouts and for bonuses, you bonus. It's it's you get paid by structure, just, and and in the NFL the same way. Like you get so many sacks, you get more money. Right. Um, <laughs> since we're on basketball, <laughs> since we're on basketball, <laughs> um, this LeBron MJ. I don't. How, how deep are you into basketball? I, I'm in basketball. This LeBron versus MJ thing um, is the most ridiculous thing I could ever imagine being said. Do you think LeBron is on Michael Jordan's level? No, because there's a lot of people, and I and I and I always say I believe this is directed more towards the ignorance of the youth. Listen, I'm 42 years old. Uh, they could produce a hell of a podcast, though. I I, I I've seen Michael Jordan play in his prime. I've seen Kobe pre- play in his prime. Both him and Jordan to retirement. I'm watching LeBron in his prime. For the love of God, you young people that have never seen Jordan, stop saying that fucking LeBron is better than Jordan. I know the stats. I know the bigger, stronger, faster theory. I know the straight seven NBA trips to the finals. I know the he's never been knocked out of the first round, whereas Jordan's been knocked out of the first round. With nobody on the fucking team. You guys got to stop it. I know better than you. I've watched this man. I've seen Kobe and LeBron. I can make a fair assessment, whereas you can't. It's simple math. Would you rather get knocked out of the first round a few times than eventually go 6-0, six and oh, six finals MVPs, undefeated, never saw a game seven, or would you rather go, I've never lost in the first round, but I'm three and seven overall in the finals, choked against Dallas in 2014, and if we're being honest, he most likely won't beat Golden State this year, so he'll be three and eight. Which would you rather be, six and oh in perfection or three and seven in imperfection? Come on, man. And the debate whether he left and played baseball, he played baseball during his best years that he could have played basketball. Right. He so could, t- he might have gone 8-0. He might have gone 8-0. So come on, man. It's simple fucking math. Like, 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 you know, and, and, and people would say to you ignoramuses, and I take this very personal because I'm a Michael Jordan groupie. I always said, and I may have said it on another podcast, uh... I've fucked women who have fucked professional athletes, basketball players. My baby moms used to fuck Shaq. I fucked, I won't say her name, but I used to fuck one girl who was the baby moms of a famous comedian. And she fucked Shaq. So you can't be in a city like Los Angeles and fuck a bad bitch who ain't been fucked by athlete, rock star, rapper, actor. It happens. But I said Michael Jordan is the one athlete my woman could sleep with and I wouldn't get mad as long as she got something signed. <laughs> you can't get a pussy away for free. You got to bring back a jersey, sneaker ball, tickets, something. And I'm, and, I'm, and I'm telling you, when I hear people go, Michael, well, how about when Jordan choked? 
when he got knocked out of the first round. Do you motherfuckers not understand the difference between choking and losing? Michael Jordan didn't choke. He's never choked. He lost. To lose is human. To lose is life. To lose is to get better. Choking is a choice. Losing is not a choice. You're going to lose. I don't give a fuck how good you are. Ali lost. Tyson lost. Tiger Woods is lost. You know, everybody loses. That's life. It's human. You learn from loss. Perfection is from loss. Choking is a choice. In 2014, when LeBron James choked against Dallas, to his own admission, he choked. You dumb fucks, stop saying Jordan choked because he lost to a better team in the two-time champion Detroit Pistons. When Michael Jordan lost to the Pistons in 89-90, Scottie Pippen wasn't ready. Horace Grant wasn't ready. Jordan wasn't ready to pass to his teammates because they weren't ready. Understand the difference between choking and losing, fucking dummies. They used to call the other team members on the Bulls the Jordanaires. The Jordanaires. Because they, they didn't have the game at that time. Michael was Michael, was Michael and the motherfuckers, everybody else was Tito. Not even Randy or Jermaine. Tito. And if you ask every player that played against Michael Jordan, there's one thing that they all say, and they always say this. Michael looked at you in your eyes and let you know that he was going to beat you. The, his will, he had an assassin's. His will to win. No one else had Kobe kind of had that. No, Kobe's got it. He's got that DNA. And and but even Kobe, you know what I'm saying? Even Kobe uh was modeled. He won 5, Mike won 6. Yeah, and his game was modeled after. Completely. Stole all of Michael's moves from the gun chew, from the gum chew to the tug on his shorts. He had Michael everything was Michael. And the reason you know that this is all youthful and and, and I know I'm old and some and I'm going to hear this because it, it, Statistically, it may not be there, but Dr. J never even gets mentioned in this in these comments. And that was my first person who brought and me into really, basketball. And really, Dr. J was Michael before Michael, Michael in terms of athleticism. Now, Michael, and this is where Michael gets separated from the pack. And takes it next level. He took the game global. He did for basketball what Tiger did for golf or Ali did for boxing. He took it to another stratosphere. Never mind the, the dominant athleticism. Never mind the style and the swagger. He took it to a global. If they would have had social media back when Jordan was Jordan, oh, forget about it. Forget but, about it. But when we say this, there's no, there's no like we're saying that LeBron isn't I'm, right in the converse. He's in the I love LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan. But it bothers me when y'all compare LeBron to Michael and then go ahead and say he's better. No, he's not better. I don't give a fuck. Even if he wins eight more rings, which we, I don't believe he's going to do. He's only getting older. When you look at it, and I'm following Cleveland. This Cleveland team is garbage. I would love for them to beat Golden State. I don't think it's going to happen, which means he'll be three and eight. And it's only going to get harder with age. The one thing that I give uh, the the younger the youth who's saying this is the the players overall in in the game. Your the physical ability is is much better than it was when Jordan was playing, but the mental is it? What? But the mental ability is not. But again, when I hear when I hear people go, Jordan, and and, and again, these are these are two things that really piss me off. Jordan's era was weaker than today. 
Are you fucking kidding me? Michael Jordan scored in the playoffs against Bird and the Celtics, the championship Celtics, in Boston Garden. Michael Jordan scored 49 points in game one. Game two, 63. Back when he had no help, he scored 49 and 63 in Boston, and Boston was 40 and oh, 40, 40 and one at home against the best front line in McHale, Parrish, and Bird. So much so that, Bo- that Bird made the famous quote Michael Jordan is God in disguise. Larry the legend, three time champion, Hall of Famer, all star, gold medalist, said that Michael Jordan was God in disguise. Le- and let's not forget. Jordan beat Magic to win his first championship. Five-time champion, Hall of Famer, Olympic gold medalist, several-time All-Star. But he beat. He hold on. He, this is. I'm passionate about this. <laughs> Patrick Ewing, Reggie Miller, David Robinson, Gary Payton, Sean Kemp, Clyde Drexler, Carl Malone, John Stockton. Mike beat Hall of Famers. He beat All Stars. In an era where hand-checking and defense was 10 times tighter, Isaiah Thomas, Bill Lambeer, Rick Mahorn, the bad boys who physically whooped his ass, LeBron gets breathed on, and it's a fucking charge. Are you fucking kidding me? You guys are fucking kidding me, man. Okay. that's The fact that he scored as many points as he scored, Jordan, did, is because, and this is where I, I think we're, we're missing with them, we they, there was defense in the eighties, nineties. Yeah. Defense was played. It, it was, was a it defensive was rape. game. It was rape in eighties and the nineties in the paint. So to score sixty points is a big fucking deal back then. Right. Harden scores sixty points. It's not with not that kind of defense. But but he's an impressive offensive athlete. Yes. That's what I'm saying. The the the, impre- the athlete itself is more impressive today. There's more impressive athletes on the court, but there's no defense playing against right. them. That's that's right. that's where the, the the difference is. And and my last thing that gets in my craw is you know we we often bring up Jordan six championships, and people say this dumbass shit. Well, if it's about rings, then Bill Russell should be better than Jordan. He's got eleven. Well, first of all, Bill Russell played in an era where there was only three niggas in the league. White basketball. White basketball, and he was the most dominant, tallest player in the league. Of course he had 11 championships. There's no way you're going to get me to believe that if Bill Russell played in the 90s era or even the millennial era where there's more big men, but particularly the 90s era because you, you had Elijah Wan, Robinson, Patrick Ewing, Shaq. You had legit big men. There's no way that he wins 11 championships. But let's go past that. But, wait, but give, give, give Russell the credit. No, he you, 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 you did time. it. Yeah, you did time. it. Yeah, you did it. But here's my thing. And I say this, and listen very carefully. There's a difference between winning for a reason and being the reason you win. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Akeem Olajuwon, Shaquille O'Neal, premier franchise Hall of Fame players are the reason their teams won. Robert Ory, who has seven rings, wasn't the reason his teams won. He won for a reason. He won because he played with David Robinson and Tim Duncan. He won because he played with Kobe and Shaq. He happened to have the, the great fortune of playing on teams 
that had players which were the reasons their teams won versus winning for a reason. Michael Jordan was the reason the Bulls won six chips. And he couldn't do it by himself because I could already hear you fuckwads going, you know, you had help. Everybody has help. Nobody wins it alone. MJ had Pippen and Robin and Grant. Kobe had Shaq. Uh... Magic had Kareem, Worthy. Bird had McHale, Parrish. So, yes, you need help. But let's be honest. Again, those premier players, Bird, Shaq, Kobe, Jordan, on and on and on, were the reasons their team won. A guy like Robert Ory, who had seven, won more than Jordan, he won for a reason. There's a difference. Understand that. Checkmate. Well, and and I saw someone post about uh, how the Bulls – Played against uh, Utah, dude. I would I would love to watch any of the offensive players today. Uh, any any of them. I'd love to watch Harden. Mm-hmm. I'd like to watch him come down the lane and have Carl uh, Malone waiting for him as he came down the lane. Right. You guys, you guys got you got to, the game might not be as fast, but you got to look at it. It was a different game. I'm just saying, the 80s and the 90s, the defense was for real. If Michael Jordan played in today's era, where you can't touch a dude, this motherfucker would have averaged 60 points, easy. And they with that it, kind of floor space, they called it the Jordan rules back then because he did get some treatment because they were beating the shit out of him. But those Jordan rules are much more lax today. They get you, offensively, if you even go in the lane, you're going to get a foul called on you. Right. It's not when when Malone was there. Malone hit you. Malone yeah. bumped you. Yeah. Malone moved you. Yeah, it, it's it's a different game. And and if we're gonna, but if we're gonna line it up the best we can, you can't. You cannot have Michael Jordan not be number one. And look, even if you don't have him at number one, because look, if, if we're gonna be really technical about it, and you go, all right, well, the number one scorer ever in NBA history, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You could you could replace those pieces however you want. Kareem, Michael, Russell, Oscar Robinson. I get it. Those are interchangeable, respectable choices. But in terms of overall what he did for the game, the level he took it to, the pure athleticism, the killer instinct, the assassin's mentality. How could you fuck it? Joy, come on, man. Come on. And again, I, I'm a LeBron fan. I like LeBron. But stop saying this man is better than Jordan. It's ridiculous. Okay, we're going to put our top 50 basketball list together. That's for another time. Yeah, no, not today. Yeah. But we're going to do that. Um, and that, that one, and we'll figure out how to get people in on this because <clears throat> we, need, we need to get them hooked up. I want to talk about uh, the clip I saw that I think went viral on CNN about the beating up of the child molester. The dude, Lasser. Who, the dude try, who tried? Yeah, the, the gymnast who was molesting yeah. And you saw the footage, right? The one with the dad. The dad. Yeah. Where he rushed the dude in yeah. court. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what'd you think? I think I, I think the same thing everybody else thought. I wish they weren't as quick to stop him from hitting him. They weren't as quick to stop him? I, yeah, I wish they would have just, like, if they could have just been. You don't mean as quick. You, when you say they weren't as quick, you're saying that they should have stopped him quicker. No, no, no. I'm saying if they could have just been a little slower. And yeah, yeah. No, you got to word that different. It's not about as quick. I wish they were. I, I meant to say I wish they weren't as quick to stop As him, quick to, to stop okay. him. Yeah. If they could have just reacted just a tenth of a second slower, at least for that dad just to get one shot in, it would have probably made me happy. I think that there should be certain things that are allowed. Uh, yeah. Well, he asked I, I, for it. I know, I, I know. And I know, you know, we're trying to live in a society that is not 
you know, full of anarchy and motherfuckers doing whatever they want to do. Because, of course, if you allow people to do that, everybody, it just would be mayhem. Um, but the justice system to me is so fucked up. And I'm sure this guy will get what he deserves. Knock on wood. Oh, he's going to a place where he's going to get what he deserves. We hope. But this, I don't trust the justice system. But, yeah, I think I think that there should be something in the rules. And this is why, to some degree, I respect Middle Eastern thought. Uh, have at this motherfucker, man. And, and again, I, you know, and we're all in agreement. Um, and this is where, to me, it gets a little bit religious. It makes me question God and shit. Because anybody that puts their hands or violates a child, I say skip the court process skip jail skip sentencing get straight to an ass whooping it's just I, I couldn't imagine as a parent as much as i love my kids and how much i adore my daughter jada if somebody put their hands on her or violated her and i don't think i'm capable of murder i really don't i'm not a violent dude but if i was ever going to be capable of it that would be it yeah, but there's so much. I, I get that. That listen, I would like to have had that dad get a little get get closer and, right. and got some of his justice. But um, it, it's bigger than that to me because it's not just that dude. That 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 dude Nasser is obviously is a he's a sick person, uh, and he deserves whatever he gets from this day forward. But it's all the people that aren't sick that let that go on forever. I was this is gonna which which which. Makes you sick. It, and it, it makes it, to me, uh, even though this guy is the guy, the perpetrator of it, these other people make me just as sick, if not more sick. Because, I, and this is going to sound dumb, I was driving one day, and we, in Phoenix, Arizona, we, have, uh, uh, we had uh, red light uh, uh, speeding cameras. And I got a speeding ticket, and then I went a mile further, and there's another camera, and I got another speeding ticket. I didn't know why I got the tickets. I wasn't stopped. I went to the judge, and I said, but judge, if the police would have stopped me, would I have gotten the two tickets or would I have gotten the one ticket? He said, well, you would have gotten the one ticket, and he probably would have slowed down, and he dismissed one of my tickets. Mm. This is a big leap that I'm making to try to make this point. If someone would have stopped, if someone would have just spoke up, if someone would have done what they were supposed to, somewhere along the line, this sick man, who I'm not giving him a break for being sick, that's his own deal, but it wouldn't have been... The 150 women that came forward to speak because right. most 150, whatever the number was, if he was at 50 when people found out about it, that 100 should be on those other people. They should hang some of that on those other people. This guy, I mean, it sounds good. He's going to go to court. And that, that judge said, I basically signed your death warrant for one person. But right. how about all the other people that let all these other women get molested? Because they didn't want to screw up their college or they didn't want to screw up their the gymnastics program? How about the girls that are screwed up and all the people? How about the dude who's going to get screwed up who's trying to help out these girls and it, it's just like, or who marries one? And, and I'm not, not knocking the girl at all, but this is going to be a lifetime of people trying to get help for the person that got fucked over by this doctor and he didn't get, they didn't get fucked over by the doctor. They got fucked over by the system that allowed this to continue to go on. The yeah. Doctor I, was just you know, this might be a large leap for me uh, as well, but maybe not. Um, this is again, why I have a problem with religion and why I have a problem with God. And, and there was somebody who actually DM'd me on Twitter, who I'm going to talk to, who's a, you know, 
She's a pastor slash faith slash religious, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Because I just would love for somebody to be able to make sense of this to me. Like, again, black people, as Richard Pryor once said, we tight with God. And I know we have a pact with God where we say God is good. And you go to any black church. That's what the pastor opens up with. God is good, ain't it? And black people go all the time. And I just feel like this is such a fucking crock of shit slash uh, cult camp where we have been trained. Because I, I, my, my question again becomes, what is it that you know of? Give me your personal experience. And this is where you can email me, Ari Spears, 45 at Hotmail. Give me your personal example other than what you've been taught and trained to believe where you think God is good all the time and you have experience or whatever your facts are to back this up. Because to the contrary, I look at this shit and it don't make no sense. I saw a story on Twitter where a man raped a 13-year-old child while in church camp. Now, let's take a minute I'm going to say these two words. More emphasis on the first word. Church. Camp. Church. Camp. One more time. Church. Camp. If God is good all the time, if God is the all-powerful force that you believe in and you pray to, I would think that the angels of protection, all-powerful God, who you worship, who, you know, as black people tell it, or it may be written in a good book, through the belief and the praise in God, all things are possible. I would think that God would protect a fucking kid while praising him at church camp. So how can God be good all the time if a child can't be protected in church camp i open the floor man i don't even have a response for that because as much as i want to believe and neither will the religious fanatics yeah they're going to tell you other than telling me what we already hear god has a plan everything happens for a reason which i would love for you to validate to me what the fuck is the reason for that Tell me what part of the plan that is. I, I, I feel like religious people, particularly, again, and I know that, you know, Christians, there are white folks and other people of faith that aren't black who will support this just as much as black people. But I'm specifically speaking to black people because I get sick and tired of black people with this strong grip on how great God is. And then when you ask these questions, you either get shunned, shit on, frowned upon, or they give you some fucking Batman Riddler answer that makes you just as confused before you ask the fucking question. I need answers. I need stats. I need proof. Don't just tell me God is mysterious. Fuck that. A nigga that's mysterious scares me. If I asked a man for the time and he went, yeah, I can give it to you. Follow me in this alley. Nigga, just give me the time. I'm mysterious about it. That makes me nervous. Don't give me mysteries and riddles. Give me answers. Viable fucking answers. 
I used to do a joke about there was four kings sitting on top of a mountaintop, mm-hmm. and they were overlooking all their land and property and, and, and slaves and, and wives and everything that they had. And, and they, one of them asked the other one, they said, uh, why don't those slaves all just get together and come up here and just kill us and take everything? And they said, well, I don't know, but we better come up with a reason. And they made up God that day. Okay. Okay. Be good. God will take care and, of And us. I've always said I'm on the fence when it comes to God. I, I, I Once upon a time ago in my naivete, in my younger years, before I, I was, you know, I was a kid in a candy store. I was Dudley before I went to the bike shop and got molested by the bike owner from different strokes. I, I had a purity to my thought process. But the more I go through this life and I say the heinous, hypocritical, unfair, fucked up shit that continues to exist with no real balance. I'm going. I'm turning into Anakin Skywalker, man. The Phantom, not the Phantom Menace, the the Sith. The Sith Lord. I, I'm, 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 I'm going towards the dark side because I don't see enough of the other shit to make me believe. But dude, even though, like I said, what I said, and I and, and I have a hard time with with the with the idea of a god too. But you, you, you feel it when there's God. You feel it when there's a presence. You feel it when... I feel it when my dick is hard and I'm getting some <laughs> pussy that I've been wanting for a long time and she's about to give it to me. And I go, oh, God. That's when I feel it. Uh, I think we feel it other times, too. I mean... There, we got six minutes left. Let's, let's try to end on a, more, on oh, a lighter note. We were doing the 100 greatest I movies. think we should save that for another time. Do you want to do the first 10? Because the first 10 are terrible. They're not terrible. Well, well, let's talk about real quick Black Panther. Which oh, will be yeah, out yeah, next yeah. Week. yeah. Let's do that because that's like that would be like this is again. We've been pumping this. This is a historical moment. Uh, is it? Is it historical? This is the Jackie Robinson of black super of black <laughs> of superhero movies. This is the Jackie Robinson baby. This one counts. I know we had Blade, uh, but I feel like Blade was the Negro leagues. It didn't get the attention that this one should have got. Blade got made. What? Five, there's five blades. There's three to be exact, and the last one was garbage. With Ryan Reynolds, and I forget who the chick was. He jumped the shark when he looked at the baby and went, Coochie goo. I don't count that third one. That garbage, the third one was garbage. And I love Wesley. Wesley follows me on Twitter. Big shout out to Wesley Snipes. The first two, the first one was great. Second one was fucking phenomenal. Um, that aside, and there's been the Falcon from the Marvel movies. Yeah, and there's uh, Black Lightning, Luke Cage, Luke Cage. Netflix. Luke, Luke Cage. So there's been sprinklings. But let's know. Let, Make no mistake about it. This here is the Jackie Robinson of Marvel movies. And uh, I saw where it said on CNN that the pre-sales and ticket sales for this movie are already on pace to be more successful than any fucking superhero movie ever. So, and I tweeted about it, and I'm, I might fuck up my own tweet. My own tweet. My own tweet. You tweeting? I'm quitting. Um, look, man, moral of the story, just give black people the same opportunities you give the mayonnaise people. Niggas like movies, too. Like, And, and, and I'm going to tell you something, and I really mean this and believe this. This movie is going to be as successful as it is. And Ryan Coogler, who I think is the black director, who directed Creed and... Uh, Fruitsville, something that movie with with Michael B. Jordan about the black dude that got killed in Oakland at the at the train. I, I'm fucking it up, but y'all know what I'm talking about. This dude's a phenomenal director. 
So I already think the material and the quality of the film is going to be there. But even if it wasn't, um, when you deny a race and a culture for so long, the opportunity to show that we are just as worthy as our mayonnaise counterparts, you build a resentment and you build a fire in people to prove that we are just as worthy. So I partly believe that this movie is going to be the monster that it is because black people have been denied for so long the same opportunities that the Mayo people get. Again, there's been sprinklings, Blade, Luke Cage, Black Lightning, fucking uh, Falcon. But our own movie, which stars us, the majority of the cast is us. The people behind the camera will be us. It won't be white makeup artists and hair people because nigga skin and hair is different. So we need us to make us work. You're making this the Obama of movies. It is. Change has come to Marvel. You've been denying niggas for too long. So now when it rains, it's going to motherfucking pour. pour. We're going to kick the goddamn doors open and let Hollywood know this is what happens when you deny people. Whether if you was Mexican, Asian, oh my God, Indian, y'all don't want it as bad as us because y'all ain't never had to suffer like we suffer. And y'all want acceptance from them so bad, you don't have the same fight we have. But I guarantee you, if the same struggle was real, whether it's the first Mexican, first Asian, or first Indian hero, it would be the same results. But again, Asians, Indians, uh, Hispanics, y'all fight ain't been our fight historically. So y'all don't have the same sense of urgency. This is going to be a big fucking deal. It's going to be a big fucking deal. I still like mayonnaise, people. Yeah. Do you eat ranch? Love ranch. Ranch is made out of mayonnaise. But it's got other shit in it. Yeah, it does. Love. I'm just telling you. I'm just mayonnaise you is uncut cocaine. And by the that way. That is white purity. And by the way. When I hear that mayonnaise shit, it doesn't bother me. I'm a Mexican and a Jew. I'm the other two things racists don't like. I'm in the top three. Yeah, but you Mexican. They, you got guacamole. <laughs> racist. White people love guacamole. <laughs> white people will kill for Starbucks and guacamole. Dude, Tuesdays, Mexicans are the fucking talk of the town. Taco yeah, baby. Tuesday, baby. Yeah, baby. <laughs> so there it is, man. Uh, Black Panther next week. It's going to be a historical moment. I don't know if we'll be together. But like I said, I'm going to the theater with a daishiki and cocoa butter on. And I love the, the premiere of it. They showed all the black people dressed in African garb. But of course, most of the niggas, the dudes had white women. So it canceled out. <laughs> it's Hollywood. It's Hollywood, baby. Bring your own white girls. Like, bring your own beer. Bring your own white bitch. B-Y-O-Y-B. Bring your own white bitch. Um... Yeah, we're at the end. Are we at the end? Yeah, we're at the end. All right, this was wonderful. Are you good? I think I'm good. Nothing else? So then we got some shit to carry over for next week. Okay. We could do the movie list, top 100. Yeah. Uh, everything else I think we covered. Wait, yeah, let, Black me, let me just make yeah. sure that there's nothing that's going to die tomorrow. I, you know what? The we, we're too similar. Like, we like the same things. I'm in about, terms of movies? No, like, no, not in movies. Just like, like we both agree on Jordan. We both agree. I'm going to start taking Trump's side just to make this Don't sh- fucking show, do that. Show more excitement. No, oh, don't do that. Oh, I, I wanted to get this out real quick. Don Lemon from CNN. Yeah. Dude, Don, okay. <laughs> now, 
listen, I, I appreciate his passion, but the other day he was uh, he was talking about. Okay, I'll make this quick. He was talking about his hair. He's growing his hair out. He wants an hour. I don't know how big he wants to get this right. fucking thing going. But he, he was talking about how if his barber didn't fuck up his hair, he didn't say fuck up, but he said it in whatever CNN kind of way you said that it would be out. And he's. It's it's fun to and watch. And he catches a lot of flack from the black community as being some sort of sellout. I don't know enough about Don Lemon to judge him, but that's what I've heard. It is. I'm not trying to be mean. It's almost the way he tries to sell it. It's almost. It's this much goofy. It is. It's this much goofy. But it. It. I. I like that he's given this voice to CNN that I hadn't seen before. Right. Gotcha. All right. Anyway, Don Lemon, if you heard that, uh, it's it's not a knock. It was just something I noticed. I'm sure I, 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 you're great. Keep hating Trump. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he's if he's hating Trump, he's all right in my book. Yo, Ari Spears is always follow your boy on Twitter under Ari Spears. Uh, I'm almost I'm I'm almost at a hundred thousand, y'all. Keep them coming. Um, Pandora for free. Ari Spears YouTube. Ari Spears hit the subscribe button. Instagram. Ari Spears official. Facebook, Aerie Spears, all of that. Uh, I'm Andy Steinberg. I'm andycomedy.com. You can get to all my social media from my uh, webpage. And uh, also my T-shirt page is on there. I need some money. I'm curious why like all the comments stopped. I'm wondering if we did something wrong. I don't know. Fuck. Uh, I'm just going to check something really quick here. See if I can get but that's it. it. We out, right? We want to keep you all. We don't want to keep you all. Yeah, yeah. We want it. That's it. All right. So fuck it. There it is. Denver. Oh, well, we're going to be. Uh, oh no. We you're going to be in. Uh, you're you're gone. For I, I got like I got like fucking three concert shows. One in Brooklyn, one in Rhode Island, New York, and I think one, one in, in New Jersey. Jersey. Uh, and then we're back together. When in the twenty second, we're going to be in Orlando. Orlando, Florida. One of my great Hua spots. I love it. Anywhere in Florida, you bitches dress like you don't like your father's sweat glistening from your fucking chin to your chest cleavage crack. So uh, please tell people to come on out to Orlando. We want to see you out there. And uh, if you if you watch the podcast or watch the video cast, let us know when you're out there. There it is. See you, Orlando. Peace. Bye. <laughs>